Welcome to A Conspiracy in the Force, the show where we examine parallel conspiracies in a galaxy far, far away, in a galaxy not so far away. The show is designed as an introduction to modern day conspiracy theories by using Star Wars, one of the most beloved fictional universes, as a point of reference. Let's begin. Hey, Conspiracy Kyle here. If you like this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It greatly helps out the show, and it's much appreciated. Also, please follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Conspiracy underscore Kyle, and that's Conspiracy with a K. Also, follow me on YouTube at Conspiracy Kyle, once again, with a K. And also, now you can find me on the Rockfin Network at rockfin.com with new exclusive content. Now on to the show. Hey, Conspiracy Kyle here. I want to talk about something from Star Wars that's interesting to me. Let's talk about droids, clones, and slaves. Droids, clones, and slaves. What do all three of these, I guess, characters or species or beings have in common? They all have one very specific thing in common. And that is that their owners or rulers have very specific control mechanisms in place to ensure that they stay submissive. So let's first talk about droids because this is the most controllable thing. You know, when you talk about robots, when you talk about electronics, well, I guess you can talk about the iRobot stuff too, but that's a little bit, that's different. But from from a perspective where you're the one creating a machine, you have ultimate control over the machine. In the Clone Wars, I'm sorry, let me take a step back. Before the Clone Wars, in Episode 1, Phantom Menace, all of the droids that were fighting on Naboo were being controlled from this um, control ship that was outside of the planet's orbit. And, you know, we don't have to get into flat Earth or flat galaxy here, but let's just go with the in-universe here. So, it, it, it's control. They're all controlled from this control ship. And when Anakin destroys that control ship, all the droids shut down. So, it's very, very quick and very, um, very efficient way to shut down all the droids is to shut down that control ship. Um, at the end of Revenge of the Sith... In the novelization, you find this out that, you know, since Palpatine was controlling the Trade Federation and the Confederacy and their droid army, he had the ultimate power to influence Newt Gunray, who was the leader of the Trade Federation and, you know, a big part of the Confederation. I don't know if that's a word, Confederation. Maybe it is. I don't know. I'm tired. I didn't get a lot of sleep. But he had the power to tell Newt Gunray, hey, go ahead and just press the button and turn off the droids. So they basically were just powered by like a remote control. You could just turn, you could just press a button on the remote control and the droids are shut off. So easily to control, easily to turn off. So that's droids. Now let's talk about clones. Clones were, I guess, quasi robotic humans. You know, they were human clones of Django Fett, but they also had implanted within them a microchip. 
Um, and this microchip, what it would do was, well, I'm sorry, it's not called a microchip. In, in the universe, it's called an inhibitor chip, which I think is a more appropriate term. Because what this inhibitor chip did was at a certain point when Palpatine said specific words or a phrase, it would cause these clones to um, execute a prime directive. And that prime directive was to kill all the Jedi. So there was some manipulation built into their programming, you know, so there you have it there, programming, to turn on the Jedi when the time comes. So that was a pretty big control mechanism, though not, at, not as big of a control mechanism as the droid army. You know, the droid army, it was, it was basically cut, cut and dry. Turn them on, turn them off. With the clones, and you're beginning to see this in the Clone Wars animated series and also the Bad Batch animated series, just because Palpatine said the words using that inhibitor chip to affect the inhibitor chip, it didn't automatically work every single time, 100% of the time. There were some clones like the Bad Batch where um, the inhibitor chips did not work properly. They didn't function properly. So the control mechanism worked with the clones, but not to the same degree as the droids. And then the, the third category we're going to talk about is slaves. So Anakin was a slave on Tatooine when you first meet him in The Phantom Menace. And he says something very interesting to Obi-Wan, well not Obi-Wan, but Qui-Gon and Jar Jar and Padme when they come visit him at his house. He says that all slaves are built with a, are, are not built, all slaves are equipped with a transmitter somewhere inside their body. And he's actually trying to find, use, make a scanner to locate where this is. But anyways, this is somewhere in their body and they, they don't have any way of finding out where it is. So all the slaves have this uh, transmitter or let's just call it tracking device, whatever. And if the slave ever tries to escape, to escape their slavery, their master will just press a button and boom, blow them up. Complete, blow, completely blow them up, blow them, to, blow them to shreds. So that's a pretty good control mechanism right there. Um, but it's one of those control mechanisms that you don't necessarily even need to use. It's really the fear of it being used that keeps the slaves in line. I think they probably all know at this point that that's a thing. But honestly, you know, think about think about it this way. How do they even know that it? would blow them up. Maybe it's just a story they're told to keep them under slavery, to keep them from trying to be free. <clears throat> so in, in the Phantom Menace novelization goes on to say that once Anakin was freed at a certain point in time, they, they go and surgically remove that, that uh, transmitter. So with the slaves, what's interesting, you know, they have even a little bit more freedom and the control mechanism doesn't always work as good. Um, they have a little bit more freedom they're free to go about, they're free to work, they're free to do this and that. But if they step out of line, that's when they get that's when they get blown up. You kind of think about it like a uh, a video game. You know, there's video games that are called, you know, open world video games or they have these huge sprawling maps and this and that. And a lot of games have the illusion of freedom. You can kind of do whatever you want, but they still have kind of a storyline, a script you have to stick to. So you can play within that world, but you have to accomplish certain certain objectives or 
or you lose. So the slaves were able to go about their business to a certain extent, but the control mechanism of this explosive device built into them kept them in line. And all three of these, you can kind of, you know, you can talk about the, the vaccine if you want to, as far as, you know, people, people turning into ro basically robot-like people where you can turn them off. You, there's a, the vaccine is a, a chip, an inhibitor chip, something that could hurt them, harm them in the future. It's interesting that all three of these can tie into that as well. But in universe, you know, all three of these groups are easily able to be controlled through these different different devices and even you know the galaxy at large you know they're not really controlled by any mechanism or technology like this but they are still controlled um, although they don't necessarily know it and I think when they find out that they are basically slaves to this Palpatine uh, dictatorship totalitarian government it, it's too late so they are also controlled um, in a subversive way. So Palpatine's able to do it in a subversive way that really gets everybody on board with what he wants to do and then they're trapped. So anyways, kind of want to talk about those control mechanisms in Star Wars. This has been Conspiracy Kyle. May the Force be with you.